Hello! And welcome to Lit by Moonlight, where it's not a phase to be trained by your bloodthirsty nun and to exact revenge on your father's killers. Do it all the time. <laughs> Bringing that back. <laughs> uh, this week we are talking about Our Flag Means Death, Season 1, Episode 7. This is happening. This is happening. It is happening. I'm Emberlyn, and the only god I recognize is Jennifer Coolidge. Ooh. That's a good one. I'm Caitlin, and I have a uh, craving for oranges for no apparent reason. Is it because uh, my earrings today are oranges? Oh, yes, it is. Both peeled and unpeeled. Wow. Like Wait, let me see the, other the one? girls variety. Nice. Peeled, right? Unpeeled. Yeah. Peeled, unpeeled. Peeled, unpeeled. Well, that's the podcast I'm entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caitlin, this yeah. week. In this is happening. Things did indeed happen. They did happen. Steed decides to make a day out of being in St. Augustine, which is actually modern day Florida. And whilst in Florida slash St. Augustine, there are no Florida men because it's <laughs> the 1600s. So last year sure they're out there somewhere. <laughs> Would Jim's aunt count as a Florida man? Because she definitely had some bloodthirsty vibes that I think you can only attribute Jim's to. Nana. Florida men, yeah. Yeah, probably. She's a Florida nun. Florida nun. <laughs> Florida nun exacts revenge on bloodthirsty killers, <laughs> whilst being a bloodthirsty killer. So while on the island, uh, Steed basically buys what can only be described as like a scam or like a gimmicky mm. map from some lady selling maps and yep. assumes in um, his naivety that... Uh, said map is going to lead them to a treasure. Of course. So he pulls Ed out of a super grumpy stupor to go out and look for the treasure that this map is allegedly going to lead them to along with Lucius. Meanwhile, the rest of the crew is going to go and find oranges um, to help the Swede who is experiencing a case of scurvy. And uh, now you know uh, scurvy can be treated with oranges. Yay, so vitamin C. Vitamin C. So, Caitlin, what hooked you in this episode? So, my hook for this episode was the fact that we were getting backstory on Jim, which yeah. I thought was really cool because obviously we got backstory on Steed in throughout the beginning. We got a little bit on Ed in like the last episode, which you kind of expect from your two like leads. Yeah. Um, but to get a backstory on one of the crew members was really cool because yeah. I always am curious as to where do they come from and how do they get aboard the revenge and right. like what's their story like we've talked about buttons like where did he come from oh god what I like to know where buttons came from <laughs> yeah I mean he came from the sea for what, sure yeah literally like, what whale's <laughs> carcass did he crawl out of yeah. you know yeah I don't think we'll ever get a full backstory on every crew member but like right. the more we know about them the more I am curious but to get that about Jim this episode was really cool because it was really yeah. like insightful as to who they are and like maybe why they were in disguise because they ended up killing somebody and we got more of their relationship with Olawande which I'm a big fan of and to see that kind of grow a little bit this episode uh, more than it has uh, this season was really fun to watch. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching that too. I wasn't expecting to get anyone else's backstory besides maybe like Steed's and then Ed's. Mm -hmm. um, so to see them pulling in some of Jim's experiences is really exciting because Jim is definitely one of the more mysterious characters in the show. We don't right. know a lot about them. Mm -hmm. um, well, we do now more than before. But 
I remember before this when Jim first showed up uh, to Jackie's place and we learned that Jim had killed one of Jackie's husbands. I was like, yeah. why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, because, I mean, at first glance, you might think, okay, Jim is definitely has, like, big cat energy. They totally, they see, they definitely seem like they like to cause chaos, but yeah. maybe that chaos is, is um, motivated by something deeper. In this mm-hmm. episode, we learned that. For me, uh, I was hooked from the beginning just because at this point, and definitely in the first watch and once again, I was, like, very immersed in Steed and Ed's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Steed already knew Ed's tea uh, preferences, yeah. I was like, like <laughs> kicking my foot up, like, ooh, like twirling my hair, kicking my feet on my bed. Yeah. Um, because I think that it's just another example of how it seems like they work really well together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what this season does really well is kind of show how compatible they are. Yeah. Maybe unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So to see that was just a delicious dish. <laughs> yes, a delicious dish indeed. I also like that that was improvised too. The Yeah. Um uh, dollop of milk and seven sugars. Seven sugars. <laughs> so like, of course he would like that. Like, that's such a, that's such, not to say that's like a child's order, but there's something so, like, silly about that. Like, I like that it's, he likes the sweet things. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. It speaks to his capacity to like fine things, you know, yeah. and like to be like, I guess, like, cherished and spoiled a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I also liked that. Did you have a favorite part of episode seven? Uh, yeah, I really liked the scene with um, Lucius telling Ed that Steed likes him. And I, I really liked one that like you, Lucius throughout this entire episode is trying so hard to be like, yeah, Steed, this is a great idea. Like really mm-hmm. support him, even though Ed is clearly like hangry and wants to go back to the ship. Right. Um, and doesn't want to be on a big outdoorsy adventure. Right. So his effort throughout the whole thing to be like and who says treasure maps aren't useless yeah yeah <laughs> and like all of that leading up to it and just you can see as ed starts like complaining to him about like after like the treasure map uh burns up and he's like oh he's gonna be moping all the way back to the ship and just lucius to turn to ed and mm-hmm. be like don't be a dick about it like, actually <laughs> it's just like so great because i feel like no one has really kind of said that to or like talk to ed like that right um with the exception of like maybe izzy but as far as like people who like see him as like this you know pirate captain and like who's in charge like i don't think anyone else and the crew would ever like have the balls to talk to ed like that so for lucius to do that and for like it to be said out loud that steed likes ed Mm -hmm. for the first time in the show Mm -hmm. um even though it is by another character i remember watching it being like yeah does he (laughs) yeah and it's interesting contrast because you have izzy in uh the prior episode telling uh steed yeah that Ed adores him and then vice versa it seems like in both cases you kind of have the person that seems like they're maybe closest on board to each captain telling the other yeah. person that there's something yeah, so interesting about that's that that's a good point i never yeah. thought about it like that but yeah to just have that like be told to his face that like he did all of this for you mm-hmm. so like you know buck up and yeah. like admit your feelings that you like like i also like that Lucius is just like he likes you and you like him stop beating around the bush and right. just go for it like i really i really liked that and just like Ed's face journey of being like annoyed with Lucius to like turning to look at Steed and be like oh Oh, (laughs) crap I do like because maybe like not not that like 
Ed doesn't realize that he likes Steve because I think he knows at this point. But just right. for the fact that it's apparent to another person, mm-hmm. I think is a lot. So just for uh, Ed to hear that from another person and then like continue on the episode with the big hard eyes that he has for mm-hmm. Steed. And also just Lucius's line of, oh my God, this is happening. Because mm-hmm. he's kind of like the audience at that point. Yeah. He's like the audience stand-in. So it's like everything that we've been watching this entire time, we're like, it is happening. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I like that this is happening is a line in the show and also yeah. the name of the episode because I think in a lot of ways, it's not just like that Lucius is a stand-in for the audience. It's also that this is validation for the audience that this mm-hmm. is in fact happening. Yeah. Because if you had any doubts at this point, like, oh, maybe we're just like being queer baited or maybe like there's just like they just a really close friendship or like something yeah. like that. This is kind of that forefront like break the fourth wall acknowledgement that like this is happening yeah, like it's the title like, of the episode it's happening <laughs> yeah i actually have the exact line there that here that lucius uses um on ed and he says everyone is worried all the time if they're interesting or adventurous enough for you and that bizarre little man over there likes you and you like him mm-hmm. i really like that quote because i think as you said this is the first time that someone's probably ever talked to ed that way yeah for him to hear somebody who's maybe otherwise supposed to be praising him like the rest of the crew has the entire season it must be humbling the other thing I like about this part of the show Mm -hmm. is that um, you already are starting to notice that Ed is doing this thing that I think we see a lot of people um, do when they like somebody is like he's kind of repressing those feelings and Mm -hmm. pushing Steed away a little bit so at the beginning of the episode he's talking a lot about how like oh like I've I've spent enough time here like I should probably get head out soon like you know I've been here I've overstayed my welcome I stayed longer than I was supposed to I should probably go and then, like, he goes out on this uh, little journey with Steed and continues to act like kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not justifying that. I'm just saying it really seems like he's pushing Steed away because maybe he does realize that he really likes him. Yeah. And maybe he's like, oh, like, a little, feeling a little bit like, well, this could ever happen, you know? Yeah, especially since he's not really getting anything from Steed to be, for Steed to say, yeah, I feel the same way about you. Like, he's gotten nothing from him up until this point, which I feel like is kind of why like I feel like in Ed's mind at this point he's just like well there's no other reason for me to stay here Mm -hmm. because the guy I like doesn't seem to like me back so why should I stay for that and I'll just leave right so right 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 (laughs) it's definitely something that somebody only does when they have super low (laughs) self-worth yeah I I think another favorite line that I never caught until like one of the first times I rewatched this show Mm. um was when Steed is talking to the crew after the whole orange uh, conversation and um, saying, like, anybody got any ideas? Like, something that'll impress the world-weary adventure type? And I'm just yeah. like, he's clearly like, I'm trying to impress Ed here. Like, give me a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to keep him on board. Right. Um, but even though he doesn't, like, necessarily know or understand quite why he might want him on board yet. Yeah. He knows he likes his presence. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's a friend. Weak. Um. <laughs> So that was um, one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah. But um, I have some honorable mentions as well. Um, I think one of my other favorites is when Steed finds the moth. Um, and the contrast yeah. of that and is when, when Ed attacks the snake. Um, yeah. Because it just goes <laughs> yeah. to show Steed is clearly like this very delicate, lovely, flowery type of person. Who, uh-huh. Oh, look, a moth. Meanwhile, um, Ed, once again, has like big cat energy. He's yeah. just like attacking immediately. Murder, kill, die, murder, kill, die. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's like very funny. It's the same as like the contrast between like, hand over the goods, dear boy, or I should be obliged <laughs> to wreak vengeance versus like, the next one goes through your fucking eyeball. Yeah. There's definitely this great, like, sun and moon slash, like, soft versus hearty, like, 
uh, contrast between them. I think those opposite attract relationships are some of my favorites. Yes, yeah, same. Um, so that's why I really like this show a lot um, is because of that dynamic between them. So this episode, Caitlin, I think I have an idea of where you might be going with the answer to this question, but are, were there any immediate standout characters for you? Yeah, so first I said Jim, uh, mainly because I loved learning more about them and like why they're on this path of revenge and um, just... I feel like uh, Vico Ortiz's performance in this was just really good. Yeah. Um, I also, what I love about Jim is they seem like, you know, like this tough, mysterious person, but then they also say lines like oodles of revenge, oodles which of revenge. is one of my favorite lines ever. Yes. And I just love like, see, Nana, I got oodles of revenge. <laughs> like, yes. it's just funny. But I also uh, really enjoyed uh, Lucius in this episode because of like everything I said before of him just being like the guy to be like all right you guys like each other let's get together please or please see this like this is agony and then just his like constant like trying to be really optimistic about the whole experience even though it may be himself like he doesn't want to be on the adventure but it was just really fun to like watch their dynamic and everything right who was yours Uh, I'd say Lucius was definitely mine as well um it's maybe the first time other than with buttons who's been pretty loyal to uh, steed as his first mate that i've seen someone else like really protect steed yeah and that is something that i have gone on to really love and appreciate the, about this show is that lucius seems to like see that like he's got two baby gays in his <laughs> in his presence not in the sense that they're both young but in the sense that maybe, that maybe steed is like coming to terms with his sexuality yeah. and like feels the need to be super protective of steed mm-hmm. so I really like that. I also felt like his outfit was such a sleigh this season. Like, I don't know, the long pants and, like, the scarf. I was like, yes! <laughs> that also reminded me of how in episode one, like, he kind of seems, like, to be on the same level as the crew of being like, oh, my God, this guy is ridiculous. And, yeah. Like, a really shit captain. But then the second that he hears about, like, how the badminton's, like, bullied him mm-hmm. as a kid, you can see his face kind of change and be like, oh, he just... He needs to be protected. He's just like this. <laughs> He's just like yeah. this. And I, I really like that about Lucius. Because of that and then because of his protectiveness with Steed and then just because of his lines with Ed um, and because of just all of his wisecracks during mm-hmm. this episode, I thought he was my favorite. But one note on Jim I wanted to add was I love that their favorite color is teal. Yeah. And that's the color of Aluande's earring. Like, I loved, I love that detail so much. Like, it says so much with just one word, just being like, teal. Yeah. Favorite color is teal. And, you're, and then you turn and you see Aluande's, like, earring. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. nice. This is a great piece of art going around, t- uh, you know, Twitter, Tumblr, all the places, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a mock of girl with the pearl earring, but instead it's Ollie with the. <gasps> oh, I've seen earring. that! It's so pretty. It's so cool. Um, so if I could find that, I'll have definitely have to left a link in the episode yeah. notes because it's really beautiful. The artwork in this fandom is incredible. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of thoughtful people here. Yeah, <laughs> like as someone who can't draw to save their life ah, wow <laughs> it's incredible so were there any favorite quotes for you from this episode um so i already mentioned oodles of revenge which is great Good um one. i really love the swede saying jim the teeth they don't go back in. <laughs> yeah. you need to help and then just like uh olawande telling him to go for a run it's really fun. yeah yeah and then just the distant screaming of they don't go back in yeah. <laughs> it's really good i also really liked um lucia's going oh strong question love that mm. because it, it it felt like something that it could have been scripted but i also felt like improv in a way mm-hmm. just because of 
how like it was almost like kind of off the cuff that he said that. I don't know. It was just I really like that observation, and I thought it was funny. One of my very favorite lines is uh, when Olawande tells Jim, "I could be family." to them and because yeah. he's saying I love you yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's not a line but I like it when he tips their hat yeah when they leave I think that's the cutest freaking yeah. thing ever yeah I noted that too is like one of the things that made me love the ending of this mm-hmm. is he was just like Doink. yeah yeah so cute because the alternative would have been kissing them and that moment had passed so that was like <laughs> it was the a only very way. you and me and our friends deed yeah <laughs> So that was the only way they could really say goodbye at that point because it felt like that vibe had been killed. Yeah. By Steve, who showed up with his map, ready to dig out a petrified orange from under mm-hmm. Jim's tree. Were there any others for you? I really liked Olawande saying, I'm going to try and undo some of the damage from that conversation just because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, and then, coming, Nana. Coming for some cake. <laughs> so that was on my list, too. Yeah, it was yours. Definitely on your feet. We're having a day. Yes. Um, it's one of my favorite lines when Steve says that. I think it's like it's like the mom who's trying to put together a fun day for her kids when they're all home <laughs> yeah. from the holidays. And I just love that line. Yeah. It's something I actually say to myself a lot when I have to motivate my off to like actually do the things I wanted to do during the day instead of stay in bed and stare mm-hmm. at TikTok. And then uh, when Lucia says the classic line, well, I guess the real treasure was our day spent together. <laughs> like one of my favorites. It's always like, oh, the treasure is the friends we made along the way. Like I love, I love that so good. joke. It's a good, it's a good spoof. But if I hear it in a Marvel movie, I will be sad. Yeah. <laughs> then it's ruined. Well, especially when it's followed up by <laughs> Lucius. We spend every day together. Yeah. Treasure is the real treasure. Treasure is the real treasure. Like, Steve's like, I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> like, right, right. I just found a petrified orange. Let's yes. go. Another one for me was um, when Jim says the old tree still had some fruit to give after all. Mm-hmm. Because I think it serves as kind of the point for Jim where they become inspired to go on and finish their mission. Um, I like that. Which I love. Like when I first watched this episode, that line really stuck out to me because it sounded like they were definitely meditating in that moment. Like, oh, like maybe this isn't done yet. Maybe I can go on and avenge my father. Um, I never thought about it like that. So that that one and then – I had so many at the very end in that scene with Spanish Jackie (laughs) and the English uh, military and – or the English Navy, I guess. They're on the sea, particulars. (laughs) And uh, Izzy, when Chauncey asks Spanish Jackie, like, are you Spanish? No. Then why do they call you Spanish Jackie? I don't don't know. know. (laughs) Um, And then when she responds, he broke my nose jar and his crew murdered one of my favorite husbands. And Chauncey's like, well, I didn't follow any of that. I love that so Like, much. I have no context for any of these highly specific things that happened to you. Yeah. And then when they pull out the, the cat flag, the British uh, Navy does, and uh, she goes, is that a fucking cat? It's so good. Um, they just, I want more of them all together, almost. Like, I'm yeah. kind of sad there weren't more scenes with them, like, plotting. Um, I just love the commentating on the plots of the show so far. I'm I know. Just, like why are you called Spanish Jackie and is that a cat and no I didn't follow any of that that sounds bizarre right. anyway back to the point <laughs> it's on the cusp of like breaking the fourth wall but it's not so yeah it's I'm a big fan the Spanish Jackie thing to me is like acknowledging like possible questions from fans watching it being like why yeah. is she called Spanish Jackie why and they're just Spanish like Jackie? we don't know she just is just go with She's it just a Spanish I, Jackie. that's like one, one of my favorite things in any sort of media is when something happens but like they don't really acknowledge it. Right. Or like, how is that possible? It just is. It Move just on. Is. It just <laughs> like, is. it's not important. So, Caitlin, how did the end treat you in this episode? I really, well, I really liked, again, like, I always love it when it ends with, like, 
a little bit of conflict because I feel like like the past few episodes have just been like, wow, that was really nice. Everything's so good. Everything's nice. <laughs> and then you're reminded, oh, yeah, like there's actual stakes at some point here. Right. And it's, there's this ever like the shadow of the English Navy is still like kind of settling over them because right. they don't know it yet. Um, but I really liked that. Uh, this episode started and ended with Ed and Steed sharing a drink together right. with like right. their morning breakfast tea and then yeah. their brandy at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just really sweet because I feel like it also kind of establishes that that's something that they do together all yeah. the time. It gives us a little sense that there's domesticity between Yeah, them. and I love domesticity. So just the fact that they both like decide like, oh, we'll be co-captains. Yeah. And like that's where they're going to be. Like I feel like it was a good... Um, establishment of their dynamic as obviously as co-captains but Mm. also in a way that like now that Ed knows and has been told that Steed likes him that Mm. like maybe they'll be co-captains in like other ways hopefully as the episodes go forward and hopefully there'll be like more instances of that because of uh, they've establish this dynamic on the ship so maybe they can grow together um as characters as the show goes on so that i really liked that um upon first watching it where i'm like oh cool they figured it out they They know what they're gonna do like each other yeah the end treated me the same way there's something about their body language toward the uh beginning of the episode where it's like they're both close to each other they're both like pointed toward each other (laughs) but bless you bless you (laughs) <laughs> the way you just stared <laughs> they're both definitely like positioned toward each other but they're mm-hmm. not like and they're standing kind of close yeah. but then at the end of the episode when they're sharing um, brandy together they're so close they're Literally. basically like nearly leaning against each other on the couch oh it's so nice and they say uh, co-captains almost at the same time mm-hmm. um, and I just I love that we finish each other's sentences, sentences. rats <laughs> <laughs> co-captains <laughs> we finish each other's co-captains <laughs> So, yeah, I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it goes to show, like, how the relationship is forming. That They're clearly, like, in the depths of this friendship right now. Yeah. That could become more serious. And I feel like it's good for the show at this point because I feel like at this point you're like, okay, where do they go from here? Yeah. Like, it, like if you're watching it and you're like, I want these two to be together and I think that's what's happening here, mm. but where is it going? And right. this, this episode kind of shows that, like – yeah, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make it the title. <laughs> yeah, I think the pacing in these episodes especially has been great. I think that just overall, the show does a really good job with pacing because yeah. um, sometimes, you know, and I talked about this a little bit last episode or a couple episodes ago, but like sometimes two people get together and you just don't have time to, to fall in love with their relationship and get comfortable with them. Yeah. And the same length of time that they've clearly gotten comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. So I like that this hasn't necessarily been a slow burn, but there's certainly been like a very natural progression into their friendship and then maybe towards something else. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep all my thoughts about that to myself until later. Um <laughs> But before we close out this week's episode, Caitlin, I think it is time for us to rate it on our tier list. Our tier list! Wee! Yay! So before we dive in, I'm going to tell you what the tiers are, just in case you forgot. Yeah. Um, so we have, I ate all of my house's drywall and the accompanying nails. Yummy. Delicious. Um, made me mentally ill. Affectionate. Nice. We like that we're mentally ill. Um, <laughs> neutral, like my pH levels. Uh, made me mentally ill. Foreboding. Wow. Ooh. And Riverdale Core. Riverdale Core. So where would you put this episode on the tier list? Uh, it's hard because 
I really, I know last week I said episode six is my favorite, and that's true because it has everything. Mm-hmm. But this episode, I think, is my most rewatched because it's just so comforting to me. It is me. comforting, yeah. I, I had a friend call called themselves an episode seven truther, which I think is hilarious, and I completely agree. I, it's, a, it's another one of those episodes that's a good crew episode and yeah. a good Ed and Steed relationship episode. Right. That, like, it has everything I want from them. The crew being absolutely, like, silly and ridiculous with their orange mission and then yeah. just Ed and Steed growing together. So I think I'm eating the drywall. Okay. Because of the whole scene with the picking the food out of the beard okay. we were watching that going yeah you see this <laughs> yep, 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 yep. so and when i think about that it makes me uh like you know really hungry yeah tasty yeah what about you this one's hard because it's definitely it's, it's this episode that i'm fond of um but it's not really an episode that evokes anything from me mm. I think that Jim's backstory is super interesting. Yeah. Um, I think, like, that the uh, uh, improvised bits about um, Blackbeard's bar and grill and other delicacies, I think those are all great, but this episode doesn't really hold a special place in my heart. Hmm. Um, So I'm going to say it's a neutral, like, my pH levels. Nice. That ends this week's review of Our Flag Means Death, episode seven, This Is Happening. This is happening! Please join us next week when we review season one, episode eight of Our Flag Means Death, We Go Way Back. It's a pun. I wonder if there'll be any seagulls involved. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Please join us then. (laughs) Bye.